0: It's the Daily Dispatch in Discussion with Darren Mann. It is the Daily Dispatch in Discussion with Darren Mann, today joined by a specialist for cannabis in the Eastern Cape Rural Development Agency, Dr. Sunshine Blau. We're going to chat about matters cannabis-related, and it includes a possible solution to save the Magua Tea Estates in the Eastern Cape. Uh, Dr. Sunshine Blau, thank you for your time, and thank you for joining us. How are things going? Hi Tim, Uh, uh, thanks to you
1: and to your listeners and I'm humbled uh, to have received an invite to be part of this discussion uh, today. So I'm feeling very, very well. Thank you.
0: Now you have a very interesting job and a very interesting title. Years ago, I'm not sure it would have been possible. You are a specialist for cannabis at the Eastern Cape Rural Development Agency. What is your role? What does the job entail? Uh, My role?
1: here at the eastern cape rural development agency is more of your coordination of your cannabis uh, industrial development for the eastern cape uh, and, and I think uh, this emanated from uh, the work uh, that uh, I did as a researcher at CSIR, uh, Council for Scientific and Industrial Research, uh, many, many years ago, starting in around 1998, uh, on industrial hemp research as an alternative crop uh, for the eastern cake.
0: Now, this is an interesting point you touch on because if people hear cannabis, they immediately think of what is colloquially known as dacha or marijuana. But you've mentioned industrial hemp. There are various different strains and various different uses for cannabis. Uh,
1: that's correct. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Darren, and, and I think for your listeners, uh, you know, uh, cannabis is one single species. Uh, within that species, we have got uh, variants. Uh, in- terms of the seeds uh, you know that uh, give or express a certain attribute uh, example you know in daha uh, marijuana is the cannabis species uh, that has a high what i called your delta 9 uh, thc which is your psychoactive uh, you know uh, compound
0: uh, that
1: has the intoxicating effect when you smoke it uh, so, we, we're talking of, uh, you know, percentages uh, of uh, upwards from 10 to up to 28%. Uh, and whilst we talk of uh, industrial hemp, uh, recently in South Africa, uh, the National Department of Agriculture, in October of twenty two, October year 2022, it amended what we call a Plant Improvement Act to recognize for the first time uh, in South Africa, a variant of cannabis that they declared as a hemp uh, and that it should contain a 0.2% THC. So a very uh, insignificant uh, uh, percentage of the intoxicating uh, psychoactive uh, ingredient.
0: What do we use industrial hemp for? Is it viable? Is it becoming viable? Is it going to make a difference, particularly in terms of the economy in the Eastern Cape? the studies that we undertook when
1: it was not, uh, uh, you know, a topical issue, uh, the Eastern Cape provincial government, uh, I would say it had foresight uh, to collaborate uh, in 1999 with the CSIR uh, and your Agricultural Research uh, Council, uh, you know, to investigate whether the Eastern Cape has got the perfect agri conditions for growing of your industrial hemp. Uh, and those studies uh, you know proved that our climatic conditions are perfect for growing uh, industrial hemp uh, compared to other localities here in south africa Uh, and uh, you know the growing period of your industrial hemp it takes about uh, plus minus 120 days uh, to reach uh, you know maturity where you harvest the plant Uh, If you look into the literature review, the use of hemp uh, is so uh, huge, uh, venturing in the areas of your textiles, uh, in areas uh, like your oil for cosmetics, uh, as well as using the seed cake for various end applications so this is a a plant that is well established in the northern hemisphere in countries like your canada china uh, france uh, and germany so for the eastern cape that has got massive track of lands that are not cultivated Uh, hemp is one of the perfect choice for crop rotation it's a high value crop and it will lead uh, you know, to the
0: industrialization of the province, sure. uh, other sectors. Now, identifying hemp as a post industrial hemp as a possible solution to economic woes is one thing, but then exploiting and developing it is another. How far are we along the road of doing that? Uh, I would say here we don't have to reinvent the wheels, there
1: are pockets of excellent or industrial base already that exist. Uh, here in the Eastern Cape. Uh, you might be surprised if, say, if you look at your hemp for the use uh, in terms of your automotive uh, component application, uh, to tell you that uh, to date, uh, if you go to the East London uh, Industrial Development Zone, there is a company called Young Fem. Uh It's already producing your interior uh, automotive panels uh, for use by one of the biggest OEMs here in South Africa. Wow. Uh, so already there is that uh, you know secondary industrial base that uh, currently exists uh, that we just need to feed and establish uh, those uh, primary processing that feed to an already existing uh, you know uh, companies. Uh, another example uh, here in Eastern Cape we have got Dagama Textiles. Uh, Dagama Textiles have been here for many, many years, employing quite a number of people. And you could use uh, hemp, uh, you know, uh, together with cotton uh, to uh, develop your apparel. So already you have an industry base that is in place. Our responsibility is to look at those gaps that currently exist and you want to ask, what are those gaps? They start from the primary production. Uh, I told you that this is a sunrise industry in South Africa. Uh, So, uh, but the good thing about the Eastern Cape, we have massive track of lands uh, that we can grow. And we have farmers, both uh, small scale and established commercial farmers uh, that are interested in the growing of the crop. They need to be trained uh, on all the aspects of your primary production to grow this crop for a specific industrial value chain. So uh, ours as a province is to be able to say how then do we industrialise those uh, areas in the value chain where we have uh, the current gap, uh, you know, as a province.
0: Sunshine Cannabis has also been mooted as uh, being a possible solution to save the troubled Magwiti estate in the Eastern Cape. Reading reports, I see that a new cannabis incubator facility will be used to try and increase the business's viability while also promoting the knowledge of traditional local growers with ponderland, seen by many as the mecca of indigenous cannabis growing. Um, uh, Quite correct. Uh, You know,
1: uh, the the indigenous cannabis growers are dear to uh, the ECRDA and the provincial government. Uh, and the unfortunate situation here yeah, we have uh, uh, people that I call uh, you know uh, the knowledge holders that uh, during uh, the time uh, of uh, past time of our history uh, were persecuted uh, and prosecuted for growing uh, you know your your, your Uh, and they withstood such prosecution until quite recently because they were continued to be raided by the police Uh, why this story is so important uh, is the fact that in South Africa, we have well-established cannabis land races. It means we do have the genetic material that is owned by your indigenous cannabis uh, you know, uh, growers uh, in Ponderland. That could form the foundation of a cannabis industry in the Eastern Cape. Because uh, other than for recreational use, cannabis today is used for medicine. And if you look into the profile of our land race uh, in terms of the medicinal benefits uh, that uh, one can derive from, we are sitting in what I would call your, your our green gold. We need to look at how do we exploit uh, this crop uh, you know to uh, feed into the current uh, uh, you know demand particularly your pharmaceutical uh, area and our focus should be uh, around your magua cannabis uh, uh, incubation facility is meant to mainstream the indigenous cannabis growers and and why is that so important it's because the current legislative framework around your medicinal cannabis it has posed a high entry barrier to our farmers that have been growing uh, indigenous cannabis for many many years they would not have the e-pre-investment, uh, you know, to set up facilities that need, uh, you know, to be licensed uh, by SAPRA. Uh, uh, and in this way, uh, the ECRTA, the provincial government, uh, is trying to level the playing field to ensure the full participation of the indigenous growers uh, in the cannabis uh, uh, economy. You would ask, you ask, how does it link to the maguati? The uh, South African Government in 2011, they passed what we call it's a bioeconomy strategy. In the bioeconomy strategy, uh, there is one particular uh, area of interest uh, uh, on how you can use our rich plant biodiversity, extract chemical compounds of high value to feed it into the pharmaceutical market within the magwati. There are these uh, chemicals of high value. It, they are called your active pharmaceutical ingredient. Uh, and that's why magwati tastes the way it is. Uh, and Walter Sisulu has done some research to look at the medical benefits of the magwati. And that medical benefit. Arises out of a certain specific chemical compound that could then be extracted and combined with the extract from your cannabis and to develop a new product for the treatment of your different, uh, you know, uh, medical ailments. So that's how the two converge, and how uh, you know uh, we can contribute in turning around, uh, you know, the mango uh, Tea Estate to find other high-end use of the tea extract in areas of your cosmetics,
0: in areas of your medicine. Today, the focus was on how to use the tea extract for as a tea to drink uh, and nothing more. So we're looking at high-end product and we're not just blowing smoke. It's a very interesting topic we will follow with interest. We've got a specialist for cannabis from the Eastern Cape Rural Development Agency, Dr. Sunshine Blow, chatting to us today on the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. Thanks for your time and your expertise, sir. Have a good day.
1: Thank you so much for affording the ECRDA for opportunity to engage on this very important matter. We will continue uh, to engage uh, with you uh, to, uh, uh, you know, share the developments uh, that the ECRDA and its partners in the province uh, are making into positioning the Eastern Cape as a cannabis industrial hub. Thank you so
0: much, uh, Darren, for the invite. hundred percent. Thank you so much. We look forward to it. That was The Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann.